I'm Joe Kane. I'm Dan Kane. And I'm Wayne Heckler. And today we're going to give you our picks of the top 10 greatest horror movies. Okay, so we've decided to discuss our top 10 uh, favorite horror films because we actually just released a short, a horror short called Twisted. Um, and getting involved with that and doing all that started to spark our brain. So it's we going put to together film festivals list. right now. Yes, it is going to film festivals right now. Um, it starred these two. and um, We got to torture Wayne for a couple days in a chair. Yes. <laughs> in a dark basement. Yes. <laughs> if you do get a chance to go look at it, it is on our YouTube, YouTube, which is uh, youtube.com backslash Heckler Kane Creations. And uh, you can look it up on there. It's Twisted. Um, but just talking a little bit about the production of Twisted and what we did. Uh, basically, we picked one scenario. Uh, we were supposed to actually film a whole different film, if you guys remember, the day of uh, that. And we lost our location. And we basically came up with Twisted within six days. Yeah. And That's we, right. we created this the, the whole universe of Twisted within six, six days. And, uh, you know, got a location, got all the props together, got everything going. And, uh, you know, that, that's the beauty, I think, of some of these uh, horror films is it doesn't take much to really, um, you know, in, in production value to be able to do something that can scare the pants off of somebody. Um, in some cases, literally, because I almost got my pants scared <laughs> off and twisted. But you're going to have to watch to find don't, out what I mean spoil, about no that. No spoilers right. for our movie. <laughs> we'll spoil other people's movies. Right, but not our own. Um, yeah, if you, again, go to, go to YouTube, find that on there if you guys want to give a watch on that. And uh, it's going to a uh, local Long Island Film Festival, uh, Long Island International Film Expo. And uh, we'll put in the credits down below the link for their um, information so you guys can take a look at that if you are interested in going to that. That'll be in late June. Um, all right, let's get right into our list of top 10 horror films. Uh, we, we chose Dracula as our number 10 film. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, anybody want to? Well, we're talking about the old Dracula, the one in black and white. It was very eerie. Even the black and white actually makes that one actually scarier because yeah. it's dated in a way, but um, very scary. Which also spawned many other um, offshoots of that: Frankenstein, Wolfman, Wolfman, um, Bride of Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, yeah. <laughs> very sexy woman. Well, that kind of goes with Frankenstein. Um, the Mummy, The Mummy. That the was mummy. another one that was spawned out of that. The Mummy. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's become such a, a cultural icon in our society now that everybody knows what Dracula is. Yeah. Uh, before that, nobody really knew. Uh, I, I mean, it was a book, a famous it, book. It was a book, um, Bram, Bram Stoker. Right. And then they eventually made that other movie uh, with Gar- uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, Dracula. A much newer Dracula. version. Yeah. A much right. newer version. The one with Bela Lugosi, right, was the yeah. original version. Right. Well, but you're right about the black and white. It definitely added a little, you know scary factor to it some other films back then like uh you know night of the living dead was another one that was creepy and the black and white helped it you know it made it more scary a lot a lot of times uh horror when you get into horror it's the things you don't see it's it's the things you don't see on screen that make it scary that that give you something inside that creeps inside because your imagination is much worse than anybody can put on screen in front of you and I I think what set that tone was Jaws was major at what you don't see because that actually the way that started is they 
didn't want to show the mechanical shark. They thought it would look too fake. And then they said, well, we don't show it. I think it sparked the idea based on that. There, there were mechanical issues with the shark. The shark wasn't working half the time. So I, Steven Spielberg brilliantly had to come up with some way to uh, you know, tell the story. So in telling the story, he had to create the suspense yeah. of not seeing this thing. Using the music, using yeah. the eeriness. Yeah. So yeah, he was a master at that. Yeah. Well, zooming ahead many years will bring us to number nine, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Some of us couldn't get a lot of sleep after that. We didn't want to dream. That, <laughs> that one creeped me out a little because of that. You know, you go to sleep and who knows if you wake up and how do you battle something that, that gets you while you're out cold so that's that's definitely a creepy one that- well looking at that I'll be I'll be honest with you I that was one I was kind of pushing against on the list but I think it is a popular icon um, iconic horror film uh, to me the, the use of blood and gore just as as a horror um, medium isn't necessary to, to scare the pants off of you for lack of better words right like you just said, the, the, what you're building up in your brain that's about to happen yeah. is a lot creepier most of the time than just seeing something happen. And well, obviously that's the technique. You build up with the music. This is going to happen. And then it falls short. It doesn't happen. And then when you least expect it, boom, it does happen. Yeah. They use that technique very often in movies these days. Yeah. Right. But something like like you know the Freddy movies. And, and let's let's specify for anybody listening to this. We're not delving into sequels. There's no sequels. It's not like, oh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, 3, 4. We're, we're talking about the, the, the general... Um, lump sum uh, of all lump of Lump sum of all of them. Such as Friday the 13th on number 8 choice. It's mm-hmm. Friday 13th. I don't know what that went up to. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Is it 9, 10? Well, they, I, they, I really don't know. And then they, then they remade them all afterwards, too. And they, they, there's reboots and everything. But we're talking about the, the franchise as a whole Correct. when we're doing that. So Friday the 13th is our number 8 slot, as you said. Um, let's let's talk about Jason Voorhees for a minute. What made him so freaky as far as it goes? I mean, that hockey mask and and the music. I mean, that's music. We've been tormenting our younger brothers and sisters with that music yeah, for I years. Hear, I, now. I hear that. I'm running. I well, he's the younger brother, so <laughs> somebody it could be a salt shaker, but somebody, I'm, I'm running. If I hear that. But uh, that was creepy. Also, the, the the you know the woods factor. You know, you're out in the middle of nowhere. I, I always think go? a classic thing in, in horror, and this was you know personified in Jason, was that he didn't move fast. He wasn't running after you. Right. Uh, you know, you, you get into some of the, uh, like, in Walking Dead, I think there's, there's, like, runners that run after you, and, like, there's other, the, like, there's things that you can go, okay, well, I, I can escape that. But somehow, like, the, the, the helpless damsel always seems to fall down and break a heel <laughs> and, yeah. and still get caught, but it's the slow movement and that, you know, they it's freaky that way. And with Jason, there was more magic to it because you would run, you could even run a mile and turn a corner yeah. and he was walking as slow as anything yeah, and, and, and he's there. there. Yeah, he's so there. that was a definite no, scary factor. All, yeah, because it's like the inevitable fate. It doesn't matter. No matter what. Run. You, can't, you can't escape. It's behind right. you. Yeah. Well, it comes so. it comes down to the the music too. A lot of those a lot of those horror films have that that creepy like soul shaking music to it, where you're like, oh, you know, yeah. dissonant chords that are really uh, rocking your soul. Yeah, 
And you're right, being part in the woods where there's nowhere to escape makes it scary, which like um, Blair Witch, for instance. Yeah. Know, that's all in the woods. You think it's a peaceful place, and you once you see that movie, you right. almost don't want to go back in the woods, just yeah. like Jaws did to the water in the beach. Yeah. Yeah. There's certain things that just ruin yeah, certain I areas I for us. I don't go in the water. <laughs> that might be why. But. Well, we, don't, we don't have uh, Blair Witch on our, our countdown, but I think that's a good th- uh, thing to talk about because that was revolutionary. When that came out, there were there were stories flying around that and going, "Oh my God, this is real!" Everyone thought this was real. Yeah. The fact that this you know this videotape was found and it really you know sparked the whole generation of found footage. It influenced uh, much later things like the Purge, um, some of those other the paranormal activity, paranormal activity yeah. to, for sure. Yeah. Great marketing, yeah. Great, great marketing. marketing. Clo- uh, Clover, what is it? Uh, Clover- Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Yeah. Um, you know, these all were, were based around the idea of that, oh, somebody found this and this is what, and somehow scratched it together as a, uh, as a movie. And it was a cheap one to make. It was an easy way to make. You don't have the expensive camera. How can we make a movie that can be scary? We use video cameras and it just really hit home. And because using the video, it made people feel more like it was real than if you had the cinematic effect in this case. Right. You know, maybe that should have made the list because we, we, I think we all feel passionate passionately about that so that i'm gonna i'm gonna jump it there and say that was uh 7.5 because we didn't <laughs> quite get to seven yet but uh <laughs> i'm shoehorning in an extra um but you know again it was it was revolutionary and then they you know they they spawned a sequel from it and it was a um you know kind of a disappointment because the Part of the allure of the the Blair Witch was that it was found footage that they thought it was real. They like hid these actors until the release, right. until after it was released. Like there, there was like you know no release party. It wasn't like <laughs> they were like no 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 you're not you you can't be seen in public or yeah. it's something you can only do once. As yeah, far as it's that something goes. you can always do only do once. And you know the the idea of, of putting a second one together, I guess to, to me, kind of took away from it. Right. But, uh, you know, we we lost that uh, after the first time of seeing it and going, "Oh my God, could, this is real." That in itself was scary. Yeah. All right, so let's let's get down from our seven point five choice that I kind of shoehorned in there. Uh, let's go to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's our seventh choice. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was scary for a reason that you're just on the road, you're hanging out, you start off with good friends, how it always starts, you need help, maybe your car breaks down, this and that, and then mostly it was uh, Hicks, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) It made that aspect pretty scary, just like strangers that you don't know in the countryside, and people that live away from society, the ones that you might not meet in the shop, right, or stores. You know what, if if you're in an urban area or even suburban area you you know if you scream maybe somebody can hear you but you're out really in that that rural woods like nobody's gonna hear you they don't hear a chainsaw going you know what i mean it's not it's not yeah they don't hear the chainsaw and And he ran a little bit after them he didn't just walk oh no he was was coming (laughs) and it was scary because it made sense he came from a slaughterhouse and he didn't see the value of life it was easy for him to kill people so that made it kind of scary and realistic it touched home a little bit there was no escape and I remember my parents telling me they saw that movie in a drive-in movie theater and they couldn't fool around at all they just all all of a sudden started (laughs) looking around and just saw all, all the people click click 
click click on their doors, lock on the doors. Nobody would go to the bathroom. <laughs> Nobody went to go get the popcorn. They everybody was just too scared. The they, kitchen stopped. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta yeah. tell you, yeah, I, I didn't ask I for any more information. On that. <laughs> I miss, I miss driving, driving theaters. theaters what, what a great thing that's just. You know what? I, I guess it just takes up way too much space. They still have a couple in Pennsylvania. There's a drive-in. I went to one in Florida a few years back, but I missed them. Yeah. That was used to what, go to, what an yeah. experience to go yeah. there, you know, sit in your own car and, and, and you have that insecurity of it's your own car. Like, yeah. you know, if somebody's creeping up behind you, especially a, a good yeah. horror film or a good thriller. Right. It, it kind of, I feel like that would put the hairs up on the back of your neck yeah. even quicker. The only thing is the sound isn't that great. I and mean, I'm thinking this technology, they can make the sound nowadays, a lot better. Nowadays, well, nowadays your car sound is much better than... But the way they run the sound through it, and even the newest ones, yeah. I, I wasn't that thrilled yeah. somehow. No, I just remember if I was at one I didn't like, I'd be staring out the side window. At the, if, at, if there was another movie on the screen, I'd watch sideways. <laughs> Couldn't hear what was going on, but I was just watching it. Right. But, and, That's you know. when you bring your own little radio and your headphones and you can kind of watch as, you know. Yeah. Because, I mean, we we're, were talking, we, were, we went there when we were kids yeah. into these cars. So, you know, mom and dad's movie choice. It yeah. wasn't our movie no, choice. It was their choice. And you brought your, your pajamas, your blankets, <laughs> the three people under the blanket that they, they didn't know came in until you got until they climbed out from under after you got them in. The, the, last, uh, the last movie I saw in Drive-In was, a, uh, was one of the Jurassic Parks, maybe? It was one of, I think it was the second Jurassic Park. Mm. One of the Jurassic Parks I saw in the drive-in theater, and it was one of my first dates with my wife. And uh, she was sick as a dog. She had just got out of an operation, and she came out, and, and we go, and, you know, I brought her to the drive-in because she was, you know, had been laid up for from her operation. She had her gallbladder removed. It wasn't like it was, like, serious, serious operation, but she yeah. had to have it done. Now showing that on camera would definitely be a good showing horror that on camera film. would be a good horror <laughs> film. And then uh, I got back to her house, and what happened was she had been, I guess, so dehydrated from you know not being in the house and whatever else and being out that she uh, completely fainted. She landed in my arms, and and her eyes rolled back in her head, and I was like, oh my god, I killed my girlfriend. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, that was great. So that was a, that was a creepy. Uh, <laughs> experience for me that's that's 6.5 that's and the last drive through that i went to it was actually a guy that was streaking right through he was totally nude ran by everybody i guess it was a college what um initiation or something <laughs> like that so that kind of yeah. amazing movie right there right which brings us to the real number six it what do you have to say about that gentleman it i watched it at four years old Take my advice. Don't watch it at four years old. <laughs> you shouldn't watch any of these at four that years was, old. That was I was freaked out. It I was it really to me was out. one of the most scary things ever. Uh, the, the idea of Pennywise, uh, Tim Curry, absolutely, absolutely phenomenal as yeah. Pennywise. Um, just the the creeping in the in the sewers. I I remember the one oh, the sewer grate with the little the, the sewer paper grate with boat. the paper boat that goes down oh. and it, it goes down into the grate and then uh, oh what was his name Spanky I forgot I forgot his name <laughs> yeah. we'll we'll call him Spanky the the little brother goes in and he gets taken by by. Yeah. Uh, by Pennywise and wow, what a what and a recall! They're all coming together later, and they come together and, twenty and years later, and, and, and they're all still tormented by uh, what went on. And think about and, being an adult, and and now you're looking about you know something happened so traumatically when you were a kid, and like you're coming back and you're getting back together with these people that you had this trauma with, mm -hmm. and then it starts again. Yeah. That's 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 the scary part. Um, I just remember them opening the fridge and, and the, the guy's head was in the fridge. 
Wow, what a what a power! <laughs> you're all you're all I'm broken all up right out. now. <laughs> definitely lose your appetite. Yeah, seeing that there. I'm having uh, flashbacks, but uh, yeah, that was that was definitely a freaky one. One that's not on the list that just sparked my memory was "Don't Be Afraid of the Dark." And for some reason, I just hear Sally, 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 Sally. It was like throughout, instead of music, it was just this kid, guy whispering Sally. And you see what it was, these little bald creatures yeah. grabbed this but that's, woman. Well, but, that, but that's powerful too sometimes, one you know. Of, another one that was uh, sort of like an honorable mention that we didn't put on the top ten, uh, The Omen that I mentioned. I the know. only movie that, that, that one, it scared me, but The Omen really freaked me out. And there was, um, the kid was the Antichrist and there was Rottweilers dogs that were like watching him as he was a kid as the guardian and their breath as they were walking around was them their breath was the sound of hail satan in, oh, in latin wow. that was what they oh were breathing <laughs> that's what was they were breathing was i'm, I'm glad Ave, i never Ave saw Satan. that one. <laughs> it was it really freaked me out more than any other movie hmm. and uh it's those little things that just put the you know get the hairs on the back of your neck going yeah so uh, moving on down the list, Carrie is our number five choice. We're saying this so like energetically and live. <laughs> Carrie was our number. Yes. yes, Carrie, the girl who went to high school and was tormented and and killed everyone in the high school shower scene and, uh, and the prom, high school prom. All oh, the high school prom. That's right. Yeah. I mean, they pour pig's blood on her. At that point, you're almost rooting for her to take everyone out. You feel well, so bad for her. Uh, that was that was, it was devastating. The, that it's different than a lot of the other ones because I I mean she didn't come out as the she wasn't uh, she had powers but she didn't come out like maliciously until everybody else was basically pissing her off so you did root for her you were in her corner you're like oh my god this poor girl and uh, she's she's going through hell and everything that she's trying to uh, you know get past and it, and and it's it's some of it was you know normal adolescent teasing and and whatever else but you, you really do root for her and. She turns out like that. <laughs> I think that's what sparked the anti-bullying campaigns. Yeah. After seeing Carrie, <laughs> you push people to the limit. Look what happens, you know. <laughs> Which Watch brings us to another scary one: Halloween at number four. That music, you know, still just vibrates, yeah. echoes in your brain. Yeah. That is hands down one of the the freakiest um, things I can I can imagine is just having. That music creep up now, behind you as you're doing anything. <laughs> Just, uh, there it is. Maybe, maybe we should end this podcast right now. Um, I uh, now we talked about being in the woods, but there's something creepy about this too, because this was the suburbs. It's just this house. Was the suburbs. It's just this house, could be Long house, Island. Yeah, house this could be- after house after house of families lined up, and lined it didn't stop them. Just, it didn't matter. Yep, just to get taken out, and that that music goes with it. But it, the, the most of the movie is him stalking. He's not doing anything until the very end of the movie, and um, he's just stalking. He's watching, and that's creepy because he's watching what they're doing. They're going about their business, but he's there, and they don't know it. Oh, he didn't kill a lot of people. <laughs> The end. At the end, a four, couple. Yeah. five, yeah. But, but that was it. But it was yeah. But it was the movie that the, the freaky part was just that constant watching All of right, their me, daily let, activity. Let me talk about a reboot here, like with the uh, the Rob Zombie reboot. And I gotta say, there was a lot of things. It, it, he 
delved into a little bit more of the psychological end, but he made the character more just evil. The, the, the original, the very original, you didn't even know what that was. Mm-hmm. Like, what, where did this come from? And, and to me, that was, again, the mysticism of not knowing and, and your mind going, oh, my God. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, you know I, my hat's off to Rob Zombie. He did a good job on the remake. However, um, you know, I felt like he gave away too much in that reboot. I, I like the original. Um, the the one thing, and of course you you'd redo it, you make it your own. Oh sure. But the one thing that stood out to me actually is different was in the original, the night that he killed his sister at six years old. The whole story was he never spoke another word since mm-hmm. that day. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know he just, in the remake he was having full out conversations with the doctor. Yeah. After it happened. Yeah. And then at some point got to where he shut down. It takes away the mystique. So yeah. for me yeah. it's it's just because that's happens to be my favorite. So anything that veers off, I'm like, nah. Well that that could be said for any of these but, things. The, most of these things have been remade in one form or another. I'm I'm looking at the list here. I think it is the only thing that hasn't been remade. Uh Texas Chainsaw, <laughs> Friday the thirteenth. It's about to be That's is our it? next it's film. It's about to be. Okay. <laughs> no, it, we it, are it gonna do to we are going to go see it together and we're gonna come back and we're gonna do an entire episode on it because <laughs> that it, to me was one of the freakiest things. It is it. That's right? it. Is that right? That's and it. You got to see what, the, what Pennywise <laughs> looks <go> like. <laughs> Bringing us to number like. three, The Shining. Now, this is a classic for many reasons. Um, I mean, just to be in a hotel in the middle of nowhere, you think you're starting off, hey, this is going to be a peaceful trip. Right. And the transformation that this character goes through is something else. Shining, it's, I mean. Loses his mind. He loses his mind. this place. And. Um, yeah, what is it that he writes over and over again? He's red, working on his no, paper. No, red rum is in a mirror. Red That's rum is that. the kid. Um, all play, uh, <laughs> Jack. And what is all, it? All work and no all play makes, makes Jack, Jack a dull, a dull boy. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, I'm home. Oh, come on, that is that is one of the the most iconic yeah. things ever. The here's Johnny. Yeah. Uh, you know, trying to um, trying to. Stephen King is just, uh, to me, one of the most phenomenal, prolific uh, horror writers. He's he's written so many things. Well, look, look well, on he, this list alone. We have It and we have Shining. Well, and he, we are uh, he thrillers. Wrote, he wrote thrillers. Shining, but he didn't do the movie. He didn't do the movie, but he wrote, but he wrote, he wrote the, the yeah. original book. Yeah. And you see, that movie, it's not just a horror. It really takes a lot of thinking. You want to know what's going on. Little bits and pieces are revealed little by little. Right. Like the girl, the, the little girls girl. And and, yeah, the twins. Was, you know what? That gets us to, to debating between a horror and a thriller. You know, they, they, I think they go hand in hand. And I, I it's it's tough to say, okay, well, the horror is this and the thriller is this, you know, but... They do go hand in hand. Yeah. If you don't have, if you don't have that that thrill and that heart pounding thing, do you have a good horror film? Because then it's just right. all out maybe gore, gory, and that's really not what <laughs> right. we You're like. Yanni. I can't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now bringing us to number two. This is a movie that I literally to this day just refuse to watch. I watched it as a young The Exorcist. I can't bring myself to watch it. It's on. I'll turn it quick. I just can't get into that character. I feel almost the evilness behind it. I'm like, I'm not watching this. But that, <laughs> that's something that I actually still feel. The Exorcist as just something. Yeah. <laughs> 
I can't watch. You know what the the Exorcist for me? I saw this, uh, and it was it was it, you know out on VHS tape, and I, I saw this uh, probably after the release, and on Halloween I saw this in with a couple of my friends, and we all sat. There were, there were like five of us on a couch that only fit three, <laughs> and we were all like you know cuddled in together and watching this movie. It was I, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. And I also didn't want to watch it because I was so freaked out. Hmm. I was completely freaked out. I was like, I want to say like 13 or 14 at that point. And I, I just, I could not, I could not for the life of me watch this movie without just being completely freaked out. And I remember leaving the, the, the Halloween party that we basically, it's kind of a lame Halloween party if you think about it. <laughs> this, this is my life. All I go, five of you. All up. five of us sitting there on Halloween yeah. watching a movie. Dunkin' for apples. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I, we did get uh, kept getting interrupted, which kind of I guess got the flow going on it uh, with you know, kids ringing the doorbell, and we had to get trick our candy. or treaters. Yeah. But trick or oddly treaters. enough, I and a lot of people might put Exorcist as number one. We have it number two, but oddly enough, I laughed at the movie. <laughs> She's her head spun, and she said things that I laughed at. I don't know if that's a bad thing about me, but I laughed at the movies and she spit the green stuff. I was I laughed more than I was freaked out. Like I think I said, probably you know probably because it's connected to like the Saturday Night Live episode when they do the spoof. <laughs> Your mother so socks that smell. You know that was a scene. That's what he said. And the head spins. Yeah, it got I carried I away. Forget, maybe I saw that first, but <laughs> yeah, like tell me you didn't see the, the James Woods uh, in uh, what was that uh, scary, scary movie, movie too? <laughs> no, I saw Exorcist first. You saw Exorcist. Okay. I did. I did. But no, because James Woods was hilarious too in in that one yeah <laughs> well that's if you see that it kind of takes away from some yeah, of the all uh, that I would, yeah then some, I, then some of the original that would make sense when you know what to expect it becomes yeah. more funny comical right. uh absolutely but no it i don't know why no i saw it first and it was just funny still funny me. too <laughs> <So> funny. <laughs> the whole theater's crying he's yeah. laughing um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was, you know, to me, that was an iconic movie. Um, it's, uh, now, later on in my life, look, thinking back to that, uh, being a parent and having something, uh, being from that aspect of it, maybe that, maybe that's why it didn't touch you so, so yeah, much. Yeah, maybe it would scare it me before now. Before you had kids, maybe it would scare me now. Hmm. You know, thinking about your 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 daughter up there and that happening, and then I've just planted this in your head, and you're going to be paranoid and awake all night. <laughs> uh, but you know, for me, that was you know, picturing that um, going on. It might be more scary now. It might even. be more scary now. More relevant. Yeah. So it's. I think back then I probably related more, I guess, to the priest, which was like whatever, you know. Yeah. But it still freaked me out. I, I don't know. I'm trying to psychoanalyze what you, why you. Thought, yeah, I don't know. I always th and I always one think of the scariest of movies. The two is together funny. was that I always think of for some reason: Omen and Exorcist. One scared the crap out of me, <laughs> and the other one I was might as well have been a comedy. Wait, which did you see first, the Omen or the Exorcist? I saw the Exorcist first. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I laughed at it. Right, we're going to watch, make him watch it again tonight. And the we'll Omen. <laughs> if, you haven't, if you haven't seen the original Omen, go watch check it. it out. Yeah, it's freaky. I, I think you know, from a, a, a filmic purist point, I think we're all agreeing that the originals seem to be more scary yeah. because we didn't know what was going to happen. I think, you know. Going back and rewatching them, you know, you have some you, you have some graphic issues. Obviously, that you know, the the they shot the best they could. It wasn't as um, they weren't able to to create the scenes necessarily as 
well as they can now right. uh, with CGI and all those effects that we have. But in doing so, they figured out how to shoot around that. Well, if you think about it also, it makes it more from what your point of view would be. You don't know what's lurking. Yeah. Right. So the audience now sees what's coming because they can do all these things. But if it was happening to you, all you would know is what's going on with you. And they were yeah. able to capture that yeah. right at that time. And we're all becoming more desensitized. The more things we're allowed to see, the more CGI and everyone's seeing all things that it's almost unlimited what you could write, what you could imagine, what you could create. Well, it was George Lucas, you know, he, he when he created all of the uh, things that he created for Star Wars, he said, you know, I, I can't be limited by my imagination. So he went beyond and invented ways to make his imagination come true. Right. He wrote the script and worried about how to do it later. later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know uh, sometimes when I'm writing something, uh, I go, okay, I have limitations of what I can do. E- even when uh, we'll go back to Twisted, our, our film that we just did, um, you know, we there were limitations, and I knew the limitations, and I said, okay, we only have you know x amount of time. We only have this location. We only have. Um, uh, the crew members and the, and the cast for for x amount of time and you know so we had to put something together uh, based on a lot of limitations. In doing that, I think we created something a little more creepy because I had to adhere to the limitations. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying I'm not trying to take away from CGI because it, you can do some amazing things and you can unlimit your imagination. Unlimit, unlimit. Is that even a word? Unlimit. <laughs> unlimit. We'll your, allow your, it this time. Your we'll imagination becomes, becomes can limitless. become limitless. Like <laughs> grammar one hundred and one. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's what that is. Yeah. To me, it, it's creepier. It's creepier. A single shot. Which brings us you to know? our number one, which is very artistic and it's scary in a different way. Number one is Psycho. Psycho. Yes. And this is done, this would be, I guess, a real thriller. You know, that's like the meaning of thriller because, um, speaking of thriller, I'm just thinking of Vincent Price. Speaking of horror films, <laughs> Vincent Price is the narrator on Michael Jackson's thriller and he's been in many of horror films throughout his day, right? Yeah. Wax, House, Museum, Wax Museum. House um, of Haunted Hill was right, here. Uh, yeah. But his voice is so iconic as one of those type of... Absolutely. Um, but Psycho, you got yeah. like the grandfather to Halloween. Pretty much, yeah. you know. Um, this was earlier. This was fi- in the fifties, I think. But just creepy. And one scene that stands out for me with Psycho is um, he gets rid of the car, the woman that he kills, and he wants to get rid of the car, and he puts it in the water in the swamp. And we're watching it go down. It's going down little by little. And for me, it was almost like the first time that I think got the audience to actually root for this killer because we're watching a car going down like come on go down like the cops are going to yeah. come and it just like drew us in yeah. in, the, in his eyes right, we, right. we witnessed it from a different point of view right. at this point yeah again that's another one in the middle of nowhere and that's just just, motel. just creepy and it was also a mystery we didn't know what his mother who his mother was and what that really meant so it kept right. us watching yeah, what it the wasn't just core was. hey hey no spoilers <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't watch Psycho by now <laughs> 1950 you've had a few minutes <laughs> a few years to take a look at it yeah um all right, well, that, that kind of completes our, our top ten list of horror films. Uh, again, if you uh, would like to check out what we're doing as far as horror films go, uh, Twisted is going to be at the Long Island International Film Expo, L-I-I-F-E. 
And um, we are going to, you can also check it out before then on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, uh, Heckler Kane Creations. And if you have any comments about our list, you have any comments about anything that we've done here today or talked about, um, or you just want to be friendly and hit us up, our Twitter handle is at Heckler Kane Inc. Have a wonderful day.